Hello everybody and welcome back to 100 Years 100 Movies, The Revenge. Today we're going to be moving on to the 1940s uh, for a couple of years and we're talking about the year 1941. Now, um, there was these are two movies that I just really enjoy from 41 that I didn't have a chance to talk about. And the first, going back to my love of John Huston and Humphrey Bogart and movies that John Huston directed starring Humphrey Bogart, is The Maltese Falcon. The Maltese Falcon is... A film noir, so another one of my favorite things from <laughs> from movies, uh, starring, like I said, uh, Humphrey Bogart as Samuel Spade, or Sam Spade, the um, character of many different Dashiell Hammett novels. This was um, written, or uh, written by John Huston, but based on Dashiell Hammett's, Dashiell Hammett's novel. Um, and Dashiell Hammett did a lot of different, um, like, crime crime. Um, books and his character he, he's uh his work has been done in movies plenty of times and, and even this the Maltese Falcon like has been done I think like three different times this is like the second one um probably the most famous version of this movie but um the Maltese Falcon it's um this interesting um film noir in that it <laughs> basically Humphrey Bogart is the protagonist of the story i'm not gonna say he's the hero because he, he does very few heroic things in this movie um as a matter of fact he's mostly looking out for himself um but this revolves around the titular maltese falcon which is um a MacGuffin. and if you've never heard that term and i actually I, i'm surprised i went 100 years without actually talking about MacGuffins. um but uh, a MacGuffin is, is um basically so it's something that's used in order to get the plot going and it really doesn't matter what it is um so in this case like i said the maltese falcon it's it's a statue that everyone's trying to get now is it valuable why do they want it um why why are they willing to kill for it like who fucking cares like it doesn't matter it's just it's just a plot device to get the story going um so he uh, humphrey bogart is um he, he's asked he, he's um sorry something over my words he's basically um hired to to find this um this item and it leads he, he turns it down but his partner takes takes on the um you know um on the request and it ends up leading to his death uh so then he gets more uh, humphrey bogart's character sam spade gets more involved because he's trying to figure out who killed his, his partner and in doing so, he ends up meeting a lot of interesting characters played by a lot of great character actors. Um, so like Mary Astor is in this as Bridget O'Shaughnessy, and she's the femme fatale. Um, we have Peter Lorre as Joel Cairo. We have Sidney Greenstreet as Casper Gutman. Um, we have Ward Bond in this movie. We have just a bunch of great character actors and um, actors that you've seen a bunch of movies from this time period. Um, Peter Lorre... <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't laugh. So Peter Lorre is this great actor who, um, he has this very distinctive look. Like, he he looks kind of like a weasel. Like, like, it, like, it means, it's fucked up to say that, but there's just something about him that, that seems like, ew, like, that guy's slimy or something gross about him, you know? And he plays that up to a great effect in a lot of movies. Um, the thing is, though, in, in this movie... Um, everything that he does is basically coded as he's supposed to be a gay character. And I'm not saying that, that he's acting in a gross way in this movie. He's, he's acting very effeminate, but once again, this is 39, so, or 1941, I mean, so this is very pointing at like, oh, he's, he's a homosexual. And because it's 1941, we're not supposed to trust him because simply of that fact, which is fucked up, but it's shorthand for a lot of stuff, um, 
um, unfortunately at the time and um, it hasn't aged well. But Peter Laurie is great in this. And um, a lot of times in this time period, when you see Peter Laurie, you also see Sidney Greenstreet, who is like the exact opposite. He's a big giant of a man, like really rotund. He basically looks like somebody ate Alfred Hitchcock. Like he looks bigger than Hitchcock. Um, and he these guys look like caricatures of people almost. And so it's kind of great to see them um, in these movies. And Sidney Greenstreet in, the, in this is like, he's basically just like another slimeball character who can't, um, can't be trusted. And, and that's the thing about this movie. It's, it's fascinating because no one is likable. Like really like Humphrey Bogart, like as a, as a movie fan, I enjoy watching it and I enjoy these characters, but these aren't people you're necessarily rooting for. Even Humphrey Bogart, you're kind of like, oh, you're, dude, you're kind of a dick, man. Like, you really are just looking out for yourself. And even at the end of it, when he figures everything out and he could get the girl, he's basically like, well, I guess I, he, he um, I mean, the, she's part, she's in on it too, trying to get like this Maltese Falcon. And, and at, once he finally gets it and everyone's together, it turns out it's a fake. So it doesn't even matter. But, you know, people were killed because of it. So like Mary Astor's character ends up having to go to jail. And, you know, she asks like Bogart, like, will you wait for me? And he's basically like, um, yeah, I could, but fuck that. I'm not going to. So like, that's the kind of character that he is. And, and it's a role. It's thankless because it, I think it's difficult to be that much of a dick and kind of get away with it in movies. And, you know, Bogart could do it, but not everybody can. Um, but the Maltese Falcon is great. Um, it's great just because it's just, it's just fucked up. <laughs> The other movie that I wanted to talk about from 1941 isn't anywhere near as fucked up, although there is a sequence that is rather fucked up, and that's um, that's Dumbo. Dumbo is one of the great Walt Disney movies. Um, great, really well animated. Uh, the animation looks great to this day. Dumbo is super iconic. Um, the music from Dumbo is iconic. Like um, "Baby of Mine" is an iconic song, and this movie like was one of my daughter's favorite movies. And I'm sorry, um, one of, well, it's one of my daughter's favorite movies. One of my wife's favorite movies. She told me that um, when she was a little girl, she really thought that they would separate her from her mom, like they did Dumbo with from his mom. Which, like, if you think about it, this movie is like dark like kind of like pinocchio it's a lot darker because dumbo is basically a newborn um elephant and he gets separated from his mom he gets drunk he gets exploited <laughs> um gets turned into a clown and then he learns to fly and it's okay um this movie's magical um but at the same time like if you think about it a bit too much you're like man this movie's really fucked up and they really and like this was remade recently by Tim Burton, and that remake, I think, really missed the point of what made Dumbo um, enjoyable, and they just made him creepy in that movie. That, that movie is just, just weird. Um, it has its moments, but I, all the cool moments of that have nothing to do whatsoever with Dumbo, so I don't know, really know why they called it Dumbo. Um, but anyway, yeah, Dumbo. So Dumbo's like this great movie. As I mentioned, he gets drunk, so one of the most famous sequences from this is um, the... Uh, elephants on pink elephants on parade where he literally gets drunk and he's imagining pink elephants and um like it's now become a, a thing like where people associate pink elephants with being drunk like it happens in the simpsons with barney <laughs> it um uh there's a, a beer called delirium tremens um which on the label has a pink elephant um pretty good beer by the way but anyway um the other thing about dumbo which uh, once this is 1941 and, and i haven't really addressed it but disney movies 
you know, even to this day, like you can argue, um, but definitely back in this time period and up and up to like, I'm thinking up to like Peter Pan, there is some real racist shit in them. And this one, it, it has to be the crows, which, um, <laughs> they, they're, they're basically minstrel characters, like characters of black people. There's, there's no other, there's no way of getting around it. Like, that's just how it is. Like the way they talk, the, the way they interact with, um, um, with Dumbo, the way they look, like it's ridiculous. And, and it's actually not the most problematic thing that, that um, Disney's done. I, I mean, I'm thinking about Song of the South, that's the most problematic, but that's basically like um, banned, like you can't really watch it. But from stuff that you can see, this is up there. It's not as bad as maybe like um, Peter Pan, which has like what paints the red, what makes the red man red or something like that. But it's pretty, this is bad too. This is up there. So, um, I mean, I guess just keep that in mind. Once again, this is from the 40s. Um, it was seen as okay back then. Doesn't make it okay, but that it just was back then. Um, so, yeah. So, next time we'll be continuing um, with the 40s. And actually, I think we might be doing a franchise next. Uh, and then we'll be continuing with the 40s. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.